Fantasy rap. With Austin and Ozzy. Hey everyone, this is Fantasy Rap, and I'm your host, Ozzy. And I'm your co-host, Austin. You can find us on FantasyRap.com. That is FantasyWRAP.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the Summer Edition, uh, Episode 1. We're going to talk a little bit, uh, first of all, first of all about the uh, Super Bowl, uh, just a, a touch on it. Um, pretty good game. Yeah, not bad. Um I was, I mean, even though it was a high-scoring game, I was actually surprised by Kansas City's defense. Yeah, you know, you kind of think Kansas City defense, you're, uh, you know, letting up a lot of big plays. Their secondary wasn't that great, it seems like, in the last couple of years. So, um, but yeah, they kind of, uh, kind of held when they had to, and you know, bend don't break kind of mentality. Well, but, but I mean, beyond the bend don't break, I mean, they they actually they tackled well, mm-hmm. they covered well. Um, yeah, there were some plays and, and they gave up some points and everything, but all in all, uh, very impressive. It's, you know, it's, it's scary to think that if they ever had a top defense, you know, top 15, top 10 defense, they would be scary good. Imagine Kansas City with, uh, San Fran's defense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, it would be stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and you know, even though they got rid of Tyreek Hill, Mm-hmm. Um, their offense is still clicking now for how long? Because the offense, while it you know starts with Mahomes, it kind of runs through Kelsey. Yep. And how much more does Kelsey have in the tank? Yeah, I think uh, I think we may see. Um, you know, it's still still pretty uh, early. You know, they could make a potential surprise move. Um, you know, bring somebody in. Uh, you know, a little veteran help. Uh, you know, or whatnot. Um. Uh, Clyde edwards Lair is going to be back this season. It sounds like he's, uh, you know, getting back to healthy. And, I mean, we we know he's a, a good running back. It's just he wasn't really utilized a whole lot before he got injured. He had some stinkers. Um, you know, right. he's kind of a kind of a bit of a, a joke uh, last year for fantasy oh, <laughs> when yeah. he was playing. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, they got Pacheco who runs so hard. Like, he, when he runs, you can tell that he's trying to sprint. You know, some guys just glide. Yeah, it's not Pacheco. He runs hard no matter what. Um, right. And then obviously, uh, you know, fantasy championship winner in Jarek McKinnon. Right. The last like three, four weeks just exploding. Yeah. Um, I think we may see, uh, you know, Kansas City maybe doing a little bit more uh, quote unquote run through the pass with a couple of these running backs. Right. McKinnon, McKinnon just adds that that catchability yep. um, level that the other two really don't. And you know he's he's exciting. He's yeah. quick. He's elusive. Um, you know, much like Hill was. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying he runs like Hill, but he's he's elusive like that and quick. You know, jolting here and there and and getting away from people. And he scored a lot of touchdowns mm-hmm. in the second half of the season. So, yeah. so this week we're going to talk about the top five performers in each of the scoring categories: uh, quarterback, running back receiver a wide receiver and tight end and kind of look at you know the top five scoring from last year and if we think that they can perform at or near the same level this year Mm -hmm. so we'll start with quarterbacks and first off is Patrick Mahomes who had in the in the 
format or the league that we use to determine the scoring and and we do all of our uh, segments off of, he scored 470.9 points. Um, not, not a huge surprise that he was up there, although with Tyreek Hill gone, mm-hmm. a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I mean, Mahomes just, he just gets it done. Uh, you know, uh, obviously losing Tyreek, you know, you know, everybody thought that was going to be a huge, huge blow to the team, but obviously still got Travis Kelsey, who's just, he's basically a wide receiver. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just getting it done. I mean, he's playing, you know, arguably the best quarterback in the league right now. So, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on top again. Right. Um, just purely based off of his throwing. Um, I don't know if we'll see him run around as much. You know, he was banged up towards the end of the year with that ankle. Right. Uh, so obviously the uh, investment that they, uh, you know, they uh, put into Patrick Mahomes to carry this team to probably a couple more Super Bowls, um, you know, they're going to try and protect him as best they can. So, um, yeah, wouldn't, I would not be surprised if he's in the top one or two again this season. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think he was projected as a top two or three last year. Mm-hmm. Um, there were other guys who were projected above him and didn't obviously didn't perform as well as yep. people had projected. So second up is Josh Allen, who came in, uh, you know, 26 points lower at 444.35. Again, I mean, here's a guy who, you know, you expected it out of him. Mm-hmm. He gave it to you, and I don't see him slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, about the only thing would be, uh, you know, knock on wood would be an injury because obviously he plays for a quarterback. You watch him and, you know, he plays kind of stupid, you know, yeah. initiating contact. I mean, a grand, grand and then, you know, just taking a huge hit, he initiates. But, you know, the, the hard running constantly, you know, putting his body on the line, you know, you don't see uh, that many throwaways or him stepping out of bounds, you know, to protect himself. Right. So knock on wood, an injury, you know, um, you're probably going to see the same old Josh Allen, uh, you know. I so, mean, you, yeah. you look at the stats from last year, he had 124 rushing attempts for 762 yards. It took 165 rushing attempts for Jalen Hurts to come up with two fewer yards. Now, Hurts had six more touchdowns yeah. because they ran the ball. He ran the ball more when they were near the end zone. Um, but, yeah, it just shows that Josh Allen is willing to take take anybody on. I mean, it's, it's a linebacker. It's a safety. It, you know, he, he's not afraid of the contact. Yeah, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see that relationship with uh, Stefan Diggs, how that kind of all unfolds. It sounds like it's still pretty, uh, pretty murky. Yep, um, tense. You know, Stefan Diggs, obviously his uh, last season, last uh, couple weeks in Minnesota were pretty similar to what we're seeing right now. A little bit of a diva, you know. I mean, he's he's oh yeah, you know, I think he's earned it. He's he's one of the top, you know, five, six, seven wide receivers in the game. Um, you know, so kind of deserves it a little bit. Um, and the end of last season, you know, as a Diggs owner last year, was, uh, you know, pretty disappointing towards the end. Um, Josh Allen just seemed to, uh, some games, almost forget about him. Right. You know, when, uh, you know, that connection that they had is what carried them through the season. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but, I mean, even if that's not really clicking, 
Gabe Davis, uh, you know, has a better year than what people were projecting last year. He didn't really, uh, I mean, obviously you have the, the boom games, but was not consistent at all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was actually kind of disappointing on mostly a weekly basis. So uh, we'll see if that offense can, uh, you know, and they well, brought in a couple running backs, uh, two to help, uh, you know, or at least one um, to bring, uh, you know, to help uh, with um, who left. Uh, I can Singletary. Think yep, Singletary. Um, you know, so and and they drafted a uh, tight end quite high. Yeah. Um, so to to go with Dawson Knox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean Knox is his kind of thing too. Has been health. Um, you know, so you bring in a young guy who you know that was Kincaid. Um, yeah. You know, meant to stretch the field. Uh, you know, be another offensive weapon for Josh Allen. Um, you know, which could tie into maybe seeing him. You know, some less, some fewer designed runs. Kind of like I said, Buffalo probably trying to play smart, protect them oh, a little yeah. bit. I mean, um, you, yeah. you've got a lifespan. If you, you know, how long do running quarterbacks last? A lot yeah. less than passing quarterbacks. <laughs> so they've been saying about Lamar Jackson for three years. And now. how many times has he been injured? <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much every year. Right, end of the year. <laughs> so next up, we have Jalen Hurts, who was uh, about. 27 points less than Josh Allen at 4.1705. Runs the ball a lot, throws the ball a lot. um, Although he's, you know, as a quarterback, you've got attempts 648 out of Mahomes, 567 out of Allen, 460 out of Hertz, 606 out of Burrow, (laughs) 572 out of uh, Geno Smith, 643 out of Cousins. I mean, you see, you see where I'm going. I mean, he's outside of, of um, Justin Fields in the top 10 or so scoring wise last year, he had the fewest other than Justin Fields. Yeah, and for him to finish at number three overall, I think that uh, that's a, a testament to how efficient he was, him and A.J. Brown. Yep. You know, having those games the first half where they were just electric, dynamite, you know, huge bombs to A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown breaking one. You get a little Devonta Smith, you know, mixed in in there. Dallas right. Goddard, when he was healthy, started mm-hmm. out pretty hot. It also helps you that know. you only threw six interceptions on the year. Yes. Yeah, it was I mean, very, very efficient. The guys above him, 12 for Mahomes, 14 for Allen. The guys below him, 12 for Burrow, 11 for Geno Smith, 14 for Cousins. You know, he was he was accurate. He, mm-hmm. he made sure that he got the, plus 13 rushing touchdowns. Um, you know, in, in a in a league that has four points for a passing touchdown versus six for a rushing touchdown, well, his total of, you know, 35 touchdowns, well, it really counts, you know, you mm-hmm. got two points extra for each of those 13. So it's like, yeah. you know, 26 extra points I out of those. loving that last year. <laughs> right, right. So, and, and, you know, last year, what was nice with Jalen Hurts, you could still get him end of fourth into the fifth round. Right. This year, I don't think, I think these top three guys, top four guys even, with our next guy being Joe Burrow, yep. I don't think either any of these guys might not squeak out of the third round. Right. So. Yeah. Depending upon how many. Yeah. Uh, teams are in your league. Yep. In our 16-teamer, those guys are probably going to be gone by the end of the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the top 32 to 40 picks maybe, um, and you should see most of that, those guys gone. Yep. Even even in a 16-team, uh, a two-running-back league where the majority of your guys are running or should be running backs just mm-hmm. to make sure you get two starters. Yeah. Um, like you said, next up is Joe Burrow. Uh, Joe Burrow came in 14 points below Jalen Hurts at 403.45. Um, I, I guess, you know, 
based on where you would have expected him, he came in about where he sh- where he was expected. Yeah, um, you know, obviously you got uh, you know Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins. You still have uh, Tyler Boyd, who is you know good for two, three big games a year, right? Um, and fills know. in admirably if either yeah, of the other two get exactly. injured. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of you know what's nice in Cincinnati is uh, Joe Burrow. You know. Chase goes down, obviously you're like, oh, crap, you know. But T. Higgins is, you know, a 1B to Jamar Chase's 1A. He's, right. he's really good. And then Tyler Boyd, like we said, you know, he fills in beautifully. Um, they uh, brought in uh, Irv Smith Jr., who obviously is really, really disappointed in Minnesota because he couldn't stay healthy. Right. Um, that's why they brought in T.J. Hawkinson. Um, but uh, Irv Smith, like, if he can stay healthy, the dude's an athletic freak. Uh, oh, you know, absolutely. Stretches the field. Big guy, big target. Um, Runs I think well. Burrow. I think Burrow's gonna, uh, you know, maybe not lean on him, but uh, I think that there's gonna be uh, plenty of open targets for Joe Burrow to just play pitch and catch Agreed. this season. Agreed. Um, next on our list is, I think, probably one of our biggest outliers. Um, not only from a projection standpoint, um, I mean, you, you got so Seattle got rid of. Um, Russell Wilson, Mm -hmm. and went with Geno Smith. And Geno Smith had a Russell Wilson-esque year. Uh, Fifth overall in scoring. Now, he was was nearly, he was 45 points below, no, 55 points below Joe Burrow, uh, coming in at 348.70. Only had one rushing touchdown. But, you know, the guy put up some numbers. Um, And being fifth in the league in scoring, Mm -hmm. Pretty impressive. I but I don't. There, there's no way that I see it continuing. Although <laughs> I, I say that, and you know, they still have um, DK Metcalf. Yep, they still Lockett. have Tyler Lockett, Lockett. And who did they draft? Oh yeah, JSN. Yeah. Who I sniped from Oz in our dynasty league. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it, as much as I don't think. That Geno Smith can repeat, I think he can repeat. Yeah, yeah, I would. I'm not, uh, I'm not telling you to necessarily go out right now, you know, oh, yeah. and, and draft Geno Smith in the top five, but you know, if you if you get him as the tenth or twelfth quarterback, mm-hmm. you still may get a very, very, you may still get a top. The the value Six. the value there at the tenth or twelve you know ten to twelve Huge. quarterback is gigantic for yeah. Gino yeah you know and they drafted they got Charbonnet too to help uh, you know in the running game um, right you know that defense to start out the year they were young you know hungry they were playing great obviously you know season went on you know a little longer than some of these rookies were used to right. and they're starting to break down and the conditioning wasn't there. Year two, you're gonna. I, I think the Seattle's defense is actually gonna be pretty good. Um, not Legion of Boom. Calm down, James. Uh, <laughs> got a buddy of ours. That, he's a huge Seattle fan. So, um, but uh, yeah. So Gino, yeah. I mean, to be at five, you know, might be a bit of a stretch because we got some names a little farther down the list that I think are gonna take a. Um, bounce back. Oh yeah, in, I mean, i.e., mean, Justin Herbert. I think this year is going to go uh, well, into potentially the top five. In there. our in our bottom, I mean, he's not even. I mean, Aaron Rodgers was yeah. like uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteenth. Yep. Uh, Aaron Rodgers in that offense probably will not be thirteenth. No. 
Um, do I see him top five? Mm, probably not. Yeah. Um, mainly because of those guys that we mentioned as the top four yep. and a Justin Herbert. And, you know, it, it's, it's just, I, I mean, I see Lamar Jackson, yeah. who was even three uh, spots lower, but yep. he spent some time injured. Same with Tua, if Tua stays healthy this year. Yeah. You know, I mean, that they're just the weapons they have in Miami is just ridiculous. Right. You know, so. But the yeah. big question mark is Tua staying healthy. Yep. But, I mean, you know. Is Gino expected to be a top five? No. Is he expected to be a top ten? Yeah. Probably not. In fact, let me take a quick look at the projections for twenty three coming up. Um, yeah, Gino Smith comes in at about fifteen. Yeah. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is only two above him. Um, we forgot Deshaun Watson. Yep. Um, who, you know, if he if he can get back into playing shape and and mm-hmm. get comfortable with those guys he should look at also yeah yeah because i mean he's played at an elite level before in houston um obviously as a as a person off the field you know kind of a pile of garbage but right. um you know fantasy wise yes he uh you know if you're going the route of the browns um you know and you're taking to sean watson which i think you can still even get him you know at a value as well probably around where you might be getting Geno, um, you know, and I think Deshaun Watson athletically, maybe not so much playmakers on that team. I mean, they still have Amari Cooper, um, you know, David Njoku might be a little bit, we say it every year, but a little bit of a sleeper this year, value, like last pick, you know, your last he's, pick. Yeah, he's been sleeping for quite a while. <laughs> he's just, he's so, he's <laughs> he a needs sleeping to giant. Wake up. Yeah, he he's needs a, to wake He's literally up. a giant. They need to wake up the giant. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, Nick Chubb, they've come out and said that they want him catching the ball some more because um, they got rid of uh, Kareem Hunt. Um, so, you know, Deshaun Watson, somebody that could easily um, slip into that top five as well. Yep. So let's move on to the running backs. And first off, we have Josh Jacobs scored 277.3 points. A um, couple of big, big games, especially, you know, you look at the first the first few weeks of the season for him. Mm-hmm. bad yeah um you know he, i was trying to go out and get him in those first couple uh, as, of weeks <laughs> as was i and i came close to uh making a trade for him yep. i mean he scored 7.3 8.1 and all of a sudden he found himself 29.5 yep. 25.3 33.5 then he had a couple bad games followed by a 16 a 16 a 44.3 <laughs> a 19 a 17.4 you know the guy yeah. He was, and it's funny because, you know, Devontae Adams is is going to be one of our top five receivers. Yep. Um, It was was really a two-man show there. Yeah, which is, you know, uh, Darren Waller dealing with injury yet again. You know, Mm -hmm. know, last season, you know, he's obviously um, pre-Devontae Adams was uh, the guy, uh, you know. So, but yeah, Jacob's just... You know, came on, yeah, found his groove there for a little bit, had some ups and downs because, you know, it's like the Raiders. They had a lot of ups and downs. Um, yeah, I mean, know. there were weeks that they didn't show up. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, obviously it shows on, on the the scoring that each of the guys had. But, you know, to to play like he did, um, you know, I had, I had looked on a site and it said, if you have the opportunity, go get him. So I made, you know, a trade offer and the guy's like, well, you know, cause he had, he had him as, a, as his third back. He wasn't mm-hmm. playing him yeah, in, in a, in a, in a <laughs> which 16, is insane. <laughs> but in a 16 team, yeah. two running back league where yeah. you've got three starters, 
Well, you know, that's that is, uh, you know, something that you love to have. Mm-hmm. So I I would have entertained giving him a, a very good wide receiver. I ended up trading um, Cooper Cup for Christian McCaffrey right before <laughs> yeah. he, before Cup got hurt, which yep. was you know a, a lucky trade yep. for me. But you know that's the thing. I, I and I ended up with Saquon Barkley. I mean, I had Saquon Barkley mm-hmm. from the draft. So yeah, you know, it could have been either or. I wanted to go on, if I would have not traded for McCaffrey and gotten Jacobs instead earlier. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have made that trade later for McCaffrey, obviously. Yep, yep. Um, but, you know, you know it's, it's – I, I think Jacobs should be okay going forward. Um, I don't think they necessarily have a downgrade at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Garoppolo's a – he's, you know, obviously everybody's like, oh, he's just a winner. He wins games. I mean, you know, granted, Patriots with that system, you know, whatever he got in there with Belichick – and then you go to another great coach in Shanahan and San Fran. You know, I mean, he's been in some cushy yeah. spots. Yep. Um, so it will be interesting to see here with the Raiders this season. True. You know, I wouldn't call the Raiders cushy. Um, not the worst destination, but definitely not cushy. Um, right. You right. know, so they're, you know, who knows? They may lean pretty heavily on Jacobs. Um, you know, I think, was it a month ago or two months ago, there was a little bit of, a uh, little bit of drama, a little bit of rumors going around about Devontae Adams not being happy, you right. know, now that Derek Carr's gone, because that's the reason he went to Las Vegas, supposedly. So, supposedly. I think he yeah. went there for dollar signs. That too. And, I mean, and, yeah. And uh, to be noticed out there. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, so. so, I mean, Jacobs, I mean, you know, looking at this list, there's a couple names that could, um, you know, sneak up and maybe knock him out, you know, of the top five, uh, I think. You know, the top, obviously there's, you know, your mainstays, like these top five that we're talking about, but some of these guys that, you know, we're not too far behind are, you know, so close that, Well, you also had, you, know, you also had a big injury in Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if uh, Jonathan Taylor, I mean, I your know, still, Colts were so bad I, last I, I get that, but, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but with John, Jonathan Taylor, you know, he would have, you know, no, he's not going to have the same season his he did his season. rookie season yeah. but he still uh, he's still i i i would pick him top five. Oh yeah for sure um so you talk about you know some of the other guys like saquon Bar- uh, barkley you know the only reason jamal williams is in the top 10 he was so because he had so many touchdowns um tony pollard i mean now with mm. with uh ezekiel Zeke gone, gone. Uh, I mean, those those types of things. For right, <laughs> a huge season. <laughs> right, right. Especially so, I mean, PPR wise, because he catches so many passes. Right. Too. So yeah. some of those guys, but yeah. don't don't leave out a guy who oh, yeah. didn't play much last year and has an opportunity of easily being a top five back mm-hmm. in Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So next up, we've got uh, Christian McCaffrey. He scored uh, fewer than six points less than Jacobs at two hundred and seventy one point seven. Um, you know, you expect this out of him. Yeah. Um, I think the I think the biggest thing for McCaffrey last season was you didn't realize it, but he actually played seventeen games. Okay. Yeah. That's that's, that's odd for yeah, him. Exactly. Um, he's, and, and we mentioned <laughs> yeah. that. I mean, I I yeah. said uh, before the draft, I said I'm afraid of him because he's always injured. And oh, then I go yeah, and trade Cooper me, Cup for him. Yep. And Cooper Cup gets hurt. Yep. And. Uh, Christian McCaffrey takes me to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, really, I probably didn't belong there, but you know, 
yeah, you I, get the uh, right guys and, and was, hot at the right times. I had been a McCaffrey owner uh, the two prior years <laughs> to last, so not last season, but the two years prior. Yep. McCaffrey owner. Um, you know, two times injured. Two years ago, well, yeah, now and two years ago, technically, with all the the BS with the Panthers putting him on IR, then bringing him back for a half, you know, not even it wasn't even a full quarter, and then they put him back on IR ending the season. Like you know, I had a couple. Uh, you know, trade offers, um, you know, sitting there, but they were saying he was going to come back. And I, he was my piece out of that team to make a deep run into fantasy playoffs. And then I got screwed. So I, I took a vow to, um, never draft Christian McCaffrey again, but if I'm there at one or two, two, it's this year's going to be weird. And we'll talk about some drafts, maybe strategies in a, in a, in a couple of weeks here, but, uh, um, you know, doing some mocks and stuff. It's it's interesting to see how the these top tier wide receivers are playing into the first five picks as right, well. And it's right. been that way for the last like two two fantasy seasons. Well, and, and as where well. does Kelsey fall? Yeah, I mean, he's always like middle, you know, middle of round one because he's 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 so far he ahead wins, of number yeah. two. Yeah, you don't have to worry about your tight end matchup. He right. wins. Right. You know. So yeah. McCaffrey obviously in that system. Um would I would I is right. Scary. Would I draft Christian McCaffrey at ten? Absolutely. Oh God, I doubt he would make it there, but right, I know what right. you're saying. I, <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I said last year that I might not even draft him in the first round. Yeah. Because of the fact that he was hurt so often. Mm-hmm. And, you know, playing a full year, he gives you some hope. Yeah. And yeah. and he's what, twenty six years old? Something like that. And um, you know, like I said, I mean, he's you know, still a kid. second second year in with uh, you know, Shanahan now too. Um, you know, sounds like Brock Purdy's gonna be might be, might not be okay for, you know, starting. Um, you know, it sounds like they're pretty much done with Trey Lance, which takes away some of the uh design quarterback runs, you know, that might take away from McCaffrey. They're gonna use him so much in so many weird and quirky ways that teams aren't gonna know what to do with him. Agreed. Um but it's still Shanahan. Well, and, they, and they did that last year. Yes. But it's still Shanahan and actually when Elijah Mitchell was healthy, McCaffrey had like it was like I can't remember the exact number, but I want to say like six or seven carries fewer a game. Right. When Elijah Mitchell was healthy, so we know how the Shanahan's like to operate with their, you know, running back by committee. Well, but and it's, it's not CMC. You I, gotta I know, let him do I know, his thing. <laughs> I know, but you also want to keep him healthy. Yes. I mean, if you can get by winning games, and it, you know, the the difference between fantasy in real life oh, is those guys are just trying to win a game yep if you win by one or you win by 40 you win. won the game yep we on the other hand want our player to get all the points exactly and we know that you know <laughs> these coaches sometimes you sit there and you go are you playing against me yeah yep. uh, <laughs> so i mean yeah so shanahan will do what shanahan needs to do for shanahan to win yep for San Francisco to win, for Shanahan to keep his job. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that means uh, pissing off a few of us fantasy, well, a few. A few, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a few hundred thousand or yeah. million or however many of us play fantasy football, millions, whatever it is. Uh, moving on to number three, Derek Henry. Um, he was uh, under two points below McCaffrey at 269.8. Um, I mean, Crazy numbers, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to think what uh, what did he do? I suppose I mean he he wasn't 
a whole lot different. He had one more touchdown than Jacobs. Um, he had 120 fewer yards. He had 100 fewer receiving yards. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where it mu- it must have been long touchdowns and everything that yeah, kept him within extra eight points. points here. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and Henry was a guy that uh, people were. Uh, you know, passing on in the first four or five picks. I right. think in I think in our redraft league, uh, my buddy AJ got him at like pick eight, you know, or even nine, something mm-hmm. like that. You know, he just fell because everybody was with the health and the amount of mileage that he has on that body with how many carries they give him a year. Everybody was a little worried that, you know, last year was going to be the year uh, that it was going to happen where he was going to be you know, hurt or, you know, he'd not have anything in the tank, you know, because we finally saw him be mortal, you know, not this last season, but the season before where he had the foot injury, um, you know, so he got hurt and everybody kind of panicked, um, you know, that uh, Titans team is going to be interesting again this season. Um, they didn't really do much, if I can remember, on the offensive side, really. I mean, they're still rocking – Tannehill, you got Traylon Burks. They're hoping, you know, has a breakout season this year. I supposedly he sound a lot better. He's wait, seemed wait, is, a lot is better. Tannehill the starter? I or believe is... so. Malik Willis? No, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think if they made any yep. any changes to that, but no. So to give you an idea, last year our uh, our picks went: Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry. Austin Eckler, Delvin Cook, Joe Mixon, Najee Harris, Josh Oof. Allen, Alvin Kamara, Chubb, Jones, Jefferson, Cup, Kelsey, Javonta Williams, Oof. and DeAndre Swift. Oof. So, you know, it, it tells you that Henry was still three in our league, which doesn't surprise me. I mean, the yeah. only change here is Josh Jacobs not going in the first round. Um in fact, Josh Jacobs did not go until pick number 22. Um, so that, you know, becomes one of the best picks that was made. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, one of the worst picks was Jonathan Taylor, followed by, if not even a, a worse pick, would be Javante, Javante Williams. Williams yeah. But, I mean, that's an injury for early in the year that, yep. you know, you can do nothing about. So um, moving on to the next uh, um leading scorer in uh, as a running back in fantasy in our league was uh 2.1 points lower. I mean, so you you see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. 277, 271, 269, 267.7 uh Austin Eckler. So, you know, there was very little difference between the top and the fourth. Mm-hmm. Which in most places i mean we saw what a 35 point discrepancy between the top quarterback and the second quarterback yeah over over 17 weeks including the playoffs well that's two points a week um the difference here is under 10 points between first and fourth yeah so you know not even a point a game mm-hmm. yeah and eckler's one of those guys too that you know obviously ppr machine 107 receptions which is crazy i mean it kind of reminds me a little bit of a um i just saw the stat actually the other day and uh it was uh, matt forte in chicago the one year he had 102 receptions and that was unheard of at that time right you know because that was what 10 years ago now Mm -hmm. you know something like almost a decade ago maybe more so yeah so eckler is just uh you know ppr just a cheat code um 
you know, that, uh, you know, we're expecting a, at least I'm expecting a pretty big bounce back for uh, Justin Herbert this year. Uh, you know, they go on and, uh, draft a, uh, Mike Williams clone in, uh, um, uh, Quentin, uh, the, the wide receiver, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I said, he's literally a Mike Williams clone, essentially. Right. Uh, Mike Williams can hopefully stay so, you know, healthy, be a little more consistent. You know, they still have Keenan Allen, who's one of the top possession guys, you know, possession receivers, um, you know, in the game still, uh, if he can stay healthy, um, you know, so hopefully, you know, big things hopefully for the Chargers offense here, which, uh, should mean more, uh, opportunities and, uh, you know, a little, a little less, uh, defensive pressure, I guess, uh, for Eckler to right. uh, create some space and, and do what he does best. Right. I mean, the more players, you, you know, everyone is always like, well, if you've got more players, it means fewer opportunities. It may f- mean fewer opportunities, but it also could turn into better quality yeah. opportunities. So instead of catching 107 and having uh, five touchdowns, maybe he only catches 90 and has 10. Yeah touchdowns yeah so to give you an idea he had the he was tied for fifth most receptions in football (laughs) behind three wide receivers and a tight end yep to give you an idea and i mean you know we talk about well we'll we'll get into that later when we talk (laughs) about tight ends and and you know who we draft and who we don't draft and blah 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 um so next on our list uh, 13 points lower is Nick Chubb in Cleveland. Um, I don't think it was a surprise him being no. there. It, it um, never is, but it always seems like he goes like back around one. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. and he just super consistent. Arguably, you know, I would argue he's the best pure running back. Just straight up, hand him the ball, let him go. He's probably he's arguably the best pure runner. In, okay. in the league, um, you know, obviously been missing out on the uh, reception. Averaged, uh, you know. averaged five yards a carry. Yep. So yep. he was higher than the four people before him mm-hmm. and two people after him. The next, you know, Tony Pollard mm-hmm. had a better average than he did. Um, but you also look at, you know, now that um, Kareem Hunt is gone, yep. Nick Chubb is the guy. Yeah. Even, even with Kareem Hunt, you know, I mean, he was... Involved early in the season, and then uh, you know we everybody thought that the Browns were going to you know trade Kareem Hunt, you know, right, or you know whatever they were going to do with him, and then they just decided to keep him, and then they didn't really use him uh, that much at all. So and they don't really have that much. They don't have a lot of draft capital behind Nick Chubb, you know, in uh, you know a rookie or anything like that. Right. Um, you know, I don't know if they still have. Uh, was it Dearness Johnson came out of nowhere for like two weeks? What was that like last year or two years ago? Two years ago. Um, yeah. You know, so I think he's just his his opportunity is is a number of opportunities right, is right. off the charts. I mean, this the season. the fear as a fantasy manager was always, oh, you know, is Kareem Hunt going to poach uh, runs from yep. him? You know, some top some plays. So do I really want? You know, it's it's always that. You know, it's the the same question with McCaffrey if Elijah Mitchell is yep. is healthy. Is am I going to lose some of the plays that I would rather have? You know, Josh Jacobs. There's there's no one taking anything from him. Mm-hmm. Um, Derrick Henry. There's really no one taking anything from him. Saquon Barkley, unless he's injured or they've got a special uh, situation, yep. people aren't taking. Now Tony Pollard. Correct. No one's taking. You know. So you sit there and you look at some of these guys and you say, 
okay, um, do I take Chubb or do I take Barkley? Barkley's not going to lose. And I'm saying last year and the mm-hmm. year before. Yeah. I'm not saying this year yep. um, because I would probably take Chubb above oh, yeah. Barkley. Um, even though, you know, I think Barkley's going to have, and especially if he's only playing on the, the tag. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going to yeah. try <laughs> as hard as he can to yep. make himself as much money in the future as he can. Yep. So, yeah. and, and Chubb too, you know, like, is it, we're just talking, you know, like, uh, PPR drafts and stuff, you know, that's what I've seen. That's why he goes towards the back of round one is cause he just doesn't catch the ball that much. 27 receptions. Yeah. I mean, which is, that's like pretty laughably bad. low, yeah. you know, I mean, for a starting NFL quarterback these days with all the stuff that they're required to do. Um, and with Kareem Hunt gone and everything and, uh, you know, the coach comes out and says, I mean, it was a quote that they want to get. Nick Chubb involved more in the passing game. So, yeah, well, maybe he has hands of steel. <laughs> Might. Uh, uh, you know, it obviously he hasn't caught anything yet. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if he turns into a, a decent receiving uh, yeah. running back. So let's move on to our wide receivers. Um, Bet it's tough to choose who the top two were. <laughs> um, first off is Justin Jefferson, um, 20, uh, 241 points. Is anything going to change there? Not as long as the quarterback stays the same. Yeah, if it's Kirk Cousins, I mean, which I think Kirk's got some, you know, end of, end of the draft value, some pretty nice end of the end of the draft value, like he typically does. However, um, is there punt quarterback? Right. But, is there is there running back going to get it done like Delvin Cook did? Probably not quite to the extent, but Alexander Alexander Madison, I don't think he's a slouch. I mean, when Cook's been think out, so. he's done very well in his in his place. Right. Um, you know, they brought they brought you know draft um, uh, Jordan Addison. Mm-hmm. You know, they still mm-hmm. have uh, uh, the coach has been blowing up about KJ Osborne lately, saying right. that he looks amazing and he's been doing great and everything, which we've heard before. Yep. Um, but he's got that huge play potential, which we've seen. Um, you know, but Justin Jefferson's just, he's just a different, you know, Agre- if, there, if there is a tier between like 1A and 1B receivers, Justin Jefferson is in that, he's alone at the top. Right. Um, you know, so I think, I don't think anything's going to change there. Yeah. And, and he's been in the league for how many years too? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. However, um, and this is, you know, there's a caveat. Well, there are a couple of caveats. You know, you lose your running back, and I'm not saying it should change a lot, other than they may clamp down more on Justin Jefferson. Yeah. The other caveat is if people watch the tape of Jair Alexander covering Justin Jefferson there are probably going to be more teams that say, you know what, we're going to put our top player on him. Um, now, Jair Alexander, um, you <laughs> yeah, know. I was going to say how many of those guys are Jair Alexander. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure I, I would get a lot of kickback from Jets fans saying Sauce Gardner is better. Sauce Gardner is not better. Um, um, Rams. Uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. Not as good as Jair. When Jair is playing a Jair cornerback, there is no one right now in the league as good as he is. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I think think he can be somewhat of a jackass. Um, you don't 
you don't do the uh, um, yeah, what's it called? The gritty. The gritty yeah. in front of <laughs> Justin Jefferson because you're uh, that. Yeah. Have respect. You know. Uh, yeah. Yes, you're great. He's great. Just walk away. But you know, I I say you know that's why I say is Jeff, Justin Jefferson the best? Well, you know, I, I think. You know, if you put Jair Alexander on the top receiver any game, mm-hmm. he pretty much wipes them out. Yeah. Um, so if teams wanted to do now, like you said, there are no other Jair, er, Jair Alexanders or very few that are even like him mm-hmm. that can shut down a Justin Jefferson. Yep. But if teams figure out how to do that, it may, you know, it may change the numbers somewhat. I'm not saying he's going to go from first to worst. I'm not even oh, saying yeah. he's going to be in the middle of the pack. He's going to be top 10 no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going, at, like, in mock drafts, he's going two. Yep. So you see him go one every now and then, but he rarely makes it out of the top three picks. But, well, depending, depending on, on Yes, if you're, in, if in, you're in, you're in your two running back league and everything. But redraft, PPR, he's going in the first three picks. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next up, we've got Devontae Adams. He was under two points below Justin Jefferson. Um, had you asked me before last year if Devonta Adams was going to be the second best receiver, I would have said, heck no. No. Um, and and like I said, it was it was a two-headed monster between Jacobs and Adams that... I never would have fathomed. No. Yeah, and and the the crazy part is they sucked. <laughs> well, yes, the, I mean, it's the, the Raiders, but Adams could have finished number 1. If you if you look at his uh, he had a couple weeks, he had one week where he had like one catch for 15 yards. He had yeah. like three weeks like that yep. where Derek Carr just ignored him or they couldn't connect. Well, they he, were, he I was, think a couple of them are when uh, Jacobs was going monster. Well, yeah, I mean, even then there was, you know, some games where they both were going at, you know, right. Adams had a lot of, you know, he had some long touchdowns, you know, uh, you know, two touchdown, three touchdown games last season that were some bombs, you know, I mean, he has one more good week like that and he, you know, you know, he's over Justin Jefferson as the number one receiver. Right. And the thing know. that, the thing that got him there were the 14 touchdowns. Yes. I mean, he had 14 touchdowns to eight for Justin Jefferson. That's, you know, that's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Um, 36 points right there and possibly more if they were longer touchdowns, yeah. to, you know, two points more. Yep. Um, do you foresee him doing it again this year? Not at two. Um, you know, I just, it just kind of. Top 10? Top 10 for sure, I think. You know, the talent is, you know, it's Devontae Adams. I mean, just don't get me wrong. Justin Jefferson's great. Different system. But, you know, route running, hands, Adams is is far and above. But, um, you know, I just, uh, with Garoppolo, we just don't know right now, you know. (laughs) Does it worry you that he's 30 years old? I don't think so. I mean, he stayed fairly healthy his whole career. Um, you know, a couple of nicks and bruises here. Um, there have been about know. five wide receivers over the last you know thirty years or yep. so that have put up uh, numbers like that mm-hmm. after they turned thirty in their thirty or thirty-one season. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I don't know. I just think you know, 
uh, like I said, he's been he's been healthy his his whole career. Obviously in Green Bay, um, I was uh, one of the people pounding the table that they need to cut him or trade him or whatever because he couldn't hold on to the ball. You oh, know, couldn't yeah, catch the ball. Yeah, yeah, he was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously you know blossoms into this you know Hall of Fame level you know wide receiver. Oh, yeah. uh, you yeah. know what he's been doing the last couple of years is just I- incredible. Um, but uh, I just think him and Carr had a had a really good connection, and we'll see if he can. Uh, well, and you like know. we said, I don't think it's a huge. It's not a downgrade yeah. in quarterback. So as long as. Um, we you know we see similar or or even better quarterback play he may still put up those numbers i'm just worried that you know 30 years old going to be 31 um it, it's it's something to to keep in the back of your mind yeah. i thought i thought the packers won that trade in that a they didn't pay 150 yeah. million to a wide receiver and they weren't paying a wide receiver through his 33-year-old season. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously age, you know, you might want to look at it a little bit. Um, You know, I'm thinking he's, if I were to guess, I mean, looking at some of these names, I'd say he finishes in, you know, five or six, somewhere in there, you know, uh, anywhere from five to eight even, but definitely top ten just because it's, like I said, talent's still there, doesn't really have, you know, Darren Waller's out. He's in New York now. Obviously, you know, Josh Jacobs, but they didn't really do anything to, you know, really challenge him for a lot of these targets that he's that he's probably still going to get from Garoppolo. Right, so. right. Next up, uh, 234.2, so about five, a little five, over five points below is Tyreek Hill. Um, I think that, uh, you know, it, based on expectations, that's about where I would have expected him. Yep. Um, I expect that as long as he gets good quarterback play in Miami, he'll continue to do that. I mean, the guy, the guy's a freak. Yeah. Um, we should call him Ty Freak Hill. Um, (laughs) I I mean, you know, I, 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 I've seen, you know, there are, there are one or two guys and I'm trying to remember who that was back in the day. Um, Philadelphia Eagles. I'm just drawing a blank on the name. Um, that ran similar to that. Um, I'm thinking of like a Deshaun Jackson. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking. I'm actually thinking of a running back. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I just can't remember who it was, but um, you know that that super quick, um, you know, change of of mm-hmm. direction and and could you know once they got by, it was just it was almost like zero to fifty and a half a second. Yeah. It's, it, you know, there's no getting up to speed. It's, it's speed. like the first step <laughs> is speed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, he, he is that type of freak player that regardless, if you get him the ball, mm-hmm. there's every time there's a chance he's going to hit the home yeah. run. Yeah. And he's another, I mean, these top three guys, you know, uh, Justin Jefferson, Devonte Adams, Tyreek Hill. You know, like I said with Devontae, he has one more good week and he's the number one receiver. Yep. Tyreek Hill has one more good week. He's yep. the number one receiver. You know, Tua, you know, doesn't, you know, you know, have those, those, you know, the concussions and all the, the scary yeah, crap been that happened. You know, Tyreek Hill could have been, uh, year. you know, pretty, probably pretty far above Devontae and Justin Jefferson in, in points last season. So, Agreed. you know, these top three guys are all, you really can't go wrong with them. Um, but yeah, Terry Hill's just, he's, 
it somewhat reminds me of uh, um, AB in his prime, Antonio mm-hmm. Brown. Mm-hmm. Just get him the ball, let him go. Yep. You know, just you know, playmaking ability off the charts. Yeah. I mean, if if I had, if I knew, you know, like like this year, mm-hmm. um, I would take a Justin Jefferson, yep. no matter what. Oh yeah. Um, Devonte Adams still scares me a little mm-hmm. because of age. Tyreek Hill, um, like like we said, makes his own stuff happen. Yeah. Um, I would probably have him number two out of those three. Um, Justin Jefferson is going to be a question mark moving forward, though. Yeah. After yeah, probably this year. I mean, yeah. quarterback could change after this year, and if it does, I mean, they've already got gotten rid of. You know, Minnesota has. You know. It, it's hard to believe that they won the division mm-hmm. because they've turned around and gotten rid of Devonta Adams, um, Thielen, um, uh, two guys on the defense, um, Smith yeah. and uh, uh, D lineman. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, yeah. And it's almost as if you know it, the the Packers trade away. Rodgers and have all young receivers and everything. And it seems like the Packers are in less of a rebuild, in a sense, than Minnesota is admitting to. I just don't think they're... Obviously, they still have Kirk Cousins, so I don't think anybody's calling it a rebuild yet. Right, right. But, but, like but I said, after I'd like this a season year, out, yes, for sure. Um, it, it could be a complete rebuild. And then where does Justin Jefferson go? end up mm-hmm. and not not where as in where is he going to play yeah where does he end up as far as fantasy relevance does his is he still the stud if they've got a quarterback who can't get him the ball yeah well i think too you know if you're a rookie or a journeyman quarterback if they bring in another guy like Kirk cousins who mm-hmm. knows um oh then it's you just gotta gets, lean on him you know right. he's just he's that type of player that you just no matter what you just have to throw him the ball. Absolutely. You know? I I just I think that Minnesota might be better served bringing in mm-hmm. more of an experienced or or even maybe re-signing Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um I don't know what kind of money he's going to want um or how much longer he's going to play. It, yeah. I, I'm just, you know, I I say that because it's just so hard to fathom that the top receiver could be easily become a Ten or below receiver, yeah. not because of ability, but because of who's throwing him the yeah. ball. So, uh, next up, after a twenty-point, twenty, almost a twenty-one-point fall off, is AJ Brown. Um, it, you know, the the thought was he's going to go there and he's going to be okay, but he's mm-hmm. not going to be great. Um, I think that was. I think partially. A lot of that was uh, people hating on Jalen Hurts as a passer. Right. Everybody knew he was a good rushing quarterback, yeah, but it was yeah. the passing. Right. But like we talked about with Hurts, A.J. Brown was the efficiency. You know, oh, yeah. Huge, deep touchdowns. 17 oh. yards per reception. Yeah, which is Which is crazy. the highest out of the top seven. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even close. The next closest was 15.2. Yeah. So it just, yeah, pure efficiency out of A.J. Brown. Um, you 11 know, touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and the funny thing is he was uh, 88 receptions out of 145 targets. So there were a lot of misses, mm-hmm. um, but he made the most of, you know, the, like the next guy. The next guy had 20 more receptions 
and 70 fewer yards yeah. and the same number of touchdowns. And if you're not playing in a PPR league, that's huge. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't, I'd rather have 17 yards per catch than 108 receptions. Yeah, so, for sure. It's interesting. Um, I think he can still do it. Yeah, I think he sure. will still do it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's young. Hurts uh, is young. Uh, they have to hope that Goddard comes back. Yeah, it sounds like he sounds like he's doing pretty good. Um, you know, Devonta Smith, you know, too is could be huge. You know, I think uh, I, you know, and then they granted they got rid of Miles Sanders, but you bring in uh, Rashad Penny. Uh, they brought in DeAndre Swift too. You know, yeah, I, um, I like Swift a whole lot more yeah. than I like uh, Rashad Penny. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, neither of them can stay healthy. Yeah, but, but Rashad you, you, Penny can't move. You see what he was doing last yeah. season. I'm not. He was huge when he's been on the field. He he's is been huge. Great. He is huge. <laughs> when he's been on the field, he's been great, but he can't stay on the field. Yeah. So yeah. So I think I just think as an offense as a whole, um, you know, they're gonna you know see if they can take it. I I wouldn't even say to the next level because Philadelphia was actually kind of frustrating to watch and be a Jalen Hurts manager. Granted, I was getting like 35 fantasy points every week from Hurts, and then obviously the AJ Brown manager was super happy. But they'd do it all in the first half. Yeah. They'd go out, crush a team, you know, be up 20, you know, what, 24 points and And then hand half. it to Miles Sanders 47 yeah. times. Yeah, and then they just wouldn't throw the ball, you know. Right. So it was a little fresh because you're like, oh, man, A.J. Brown could go for 50. You yeah. know, yep. Jalen Hurts could go for 50. And then they don't because they just hand the ball off the rest of the game. So. Right. <laughs> yep, agreed. Uh, next on our list and only uh, just under three points behind A.J. Brown uh, was Stephon Diggs. Um, like we said, the same number of touchdowns, but fewer yards to make mm-hmm. up for those, uh, those points. Um, if, if he's happy, I think he'll be fine. Um, I'm not, I'm also not surprised that he was a top five receiver. I, you know, oh, yeah. with, with who was throwing him the ball, you know, how many bad years has Stefan Diggs had out of the last five? I don't think any. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so either. I mean, the guy. The guy just does it every yeah. single year. Yeah. Um, is he? A, is he a little bit of a diva? For sure. Yeah. For um, sure. You know, I. I, I kind of. You know, it. It frustrates me that you've got some of these guys that believe that they're the most important person on the team. Yeah. Um, you're not. Um, you know, it's it, it's a team sport. It's not an individual sport. So. Good is going to come your way. Bad is going to come your way. Yeah, you know, you're not going to get every single target thrown to you. Yeah, because he was he had a couple kind of similar to Devonte Adams games where yeah, just one week he's just got like two catches for twenty yards and it's mm-hmm. like you know and it was the same thing. Josh Allen just he just wasn't looking at him. You know he's trying to go deep to Gabe Davis, which I mean that's what Gabe Davis is. You know big play guy and stuff. But right. you know it was just. It was weird to watch at the end of the season because, trust me, I was sitting there watching, you know, TV being like, what the hell? You know, what's going on? Why oh, aren't you absolutely. getting in the ball? Yeah. You know, so. But, you know, I mean, we've seen it uh, across time. How many times have you sat there? I mean, the Packers have their own, you know, why did you throw it to Devontae when you had... Um, Oh, uh, Lazard. Lazard. Jeez. Yeah, Lazard. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I was trying to figure Lazard out what you meant was, by followed to. <laughs> yeah, Lazard, Lazard was wide open across the middle. Yep. And 
you know, Rodgers threw it into coverage. And I, I mean, it happens all the time. Yeah. It, it does. So, you know, you can be frustrated that Stefan Diggs isn't catching it. You can be frustrated that, you know, whatever. It's it's a team sport. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it, you watch some of these quarterbacks and how quickly they have to go through progressions. And if you if if they see you at a point in time and they've moved off of you, you may be wide open after mm-hmm. that. Your guy might fall down. But also the quarterback has his responsibility of if you're the first target and he looks and you're covered and then the guy falls just as he's looking away, you're not going to get the ball. And as terrible as that is, you know, we as as fans and fantasy managers sit there and they go, we go, how could you miss him? Mm-hmm. Well, how could he miss him? He was already on to the next read. Yeah. Um, we're staring at a TV where we see everything. And right. And these guys right, are, yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it, right. It's one thing to watch it on TV. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, a- any sport, you know, you yeah. can, see, you can see so much more from the vantage point of some of these cameras than the players will ever see. So I, I'm still amazed at some of the passes that these quarterbacks make where, they still put it in a window that's about the size of a dime. Mm-hmm. And they saw an opening where I say, man, that guy was completely covered. Yep. Why are you throwing him? Oh, okay. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good, good idea. Yeah, I would have done that too. They're making $250 million. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that as, as a fantasy manager uh, for as long as I have been, you know, you understand how all that works. So. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to tight ends. Um, we talked a little bit about Travis Kelsey. Um, Travis Kelsey is one of those similar players that I can't draft. Um, two years in a row, I drafted him. Mm-hmm. Um, one year, I think he was maybe a little dinged up. And one year, he, he while he was top two or three, yep. he wasn't... The standout that you draft him in the top yeah, ten the, for the the price you pay for him didn't right. didn't match or he didn't exceed right that price. I mean, right here we see he outscored the second place person by sixty three points. Yeah, sixty three points on a seventeen game season is uh, you know almost almost four points, isn't mm-hmm. it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you you sit there and you say, if I can take a quarterback who's going to outscore every other quarterback by four points a week, I mean, uh, uh, tight end by every other player by at least four points or three to four points, yep. I would take it every time in the top ten. Yeah, he's a set it, set it and forget it. But I, when he yeah. becomes average of the top three to five tight ends, he's not worth it. Yeah, and that's where I got is, right. Yeah, that's yeah. where I got caught. I was caught in a he did not match the price that I was paying for. I, I was paying for elite mm-hmm. at that position, even though you know he's two hundred six points is far less than you're going to get out of your top receivers, your top uh, running backs, and your top um, QBs by mm-hmm. far. QBs score, uh, you know, we saw four hundred seventy seven points to yep. two hundred six. Well, you know, that's more than twice as many. But all the quarterbacks are scoring more than your yes. tight end is going to. Yeah. So, you know, you sit there and you say, where does that fit into what I should be getting? Um, you know, it's it's value above 
um, the next player at uh, the position, etc. And if he gives you the type of value he got this year, he's a top 10 pick. Yeah, and he's he's kind of a um, – last season and this season, I think he's becoming more of a um, – people don't know what to do with him if you're in a dynasty, um, you know, because he still has that insane amount of value. But, but if old. this is the year that the age catches up and he's, you know, like you said, he's number four and you're paying, you know, premium price to get him, it's not worth it. So, you know, I, um, you know, had a, a buddy who's in a different dynasty league, that same thing. He goes, he goes, I just can't decide if I want to get rid of Travis Kelsey or not. And I just told him, I said, do it. Get a yeah, haul. I mean, if you, haul, right, if you think about and, it. You know, I mean, he's 33 years old. Yeah. There's no way he performs at this level for, I, I don't even know if he can do it this year. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have him ranked as my number one tight end. Um, is he up near the top? Yeah. Because until he does show that he's mortal, mm-hmm. um, especially after a year like last year and, and you know, I think that, I mean, we talked a little bit about it. The offense, while it runs through um, Mahomes in KC, the first stop is Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, he is the preferred option pretty much at any time in the game. If you need a first down, Travis Kelsey. If you need a touchdown, Travis Kelsey. Um 110 receptions. 110 receptions from a tight end. Yeah, he was, what, number three in the league for receptions? Yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> three or four, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I, 110 I mean, yeah. receptions out of a tight end. The next closest was 86, it looks like, out of mm-hmm. Hawkinson. And that was huge, because next up is, like, 73. I mean, you just, it it was an amazing year. Do I wish I would have taken him instead of who I took, Cooper Cup, at 10 versus, you know, or, or yeah. 13 I actually drafted? Because it was between him and, and Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And I went Cooper Cup. Now, Cooper Cup turned me into CMC mm-hmm. and almost won me a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe I was better off with what I did. But, you know, that's that's that that question yep um and like like i said i i like him this year i like him until he falls off i'm not so sure i'm drafting him in in the first round yeah i'm not i'm not gonna yeah i'm not gonna pay that price and hope that you get what what he what you probably will be but right right. you know which he may be yeah and he was last year but the guarantee is becoming less and less each year. Yes. Next up is our probably the biggest outlier <laughs> in fantasy history. I can't stand this guy. Um, at 143.2, Taysom Hill. Um, Taysom Hill in most leagues was an afterthought at tight end, but then, you know, they use him in so many. I mean, he's a he's a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I always wondered when he was back on, uh, on the Packers back in, you know, uh, six years ago or whatever it was, I wondered why we were getting rid of him. 
because I thought, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to turn into a tight end slash jack of all trades. Yeah. But, you know, the guy has a decent arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's um, athletic, obviously. Very. Um, you know, they, yeah, use him any way they can. And, I think and that's they why, do. And yeah. they do. And they do it very well. Um, obviously, if he was the second highest scoring tight end. Um, my, I think my biggest issue is that they have to choose what he's going to be. Didn't he have dual Yeah, I think that was two seasons ago now, I thought. Where I he thought was, it was last year. It was QB tight I think I think some leagues made that change. Like, I think you could go into your, you know, your own settings and change that. Gotcha. Um, but as a whole, yeah, he may, in most leagues, may still have been that dual quarterback tight end. Um, you know, but... Uh, I think in our main league we said he can't be a QB anymore, um, you know, or or I can't remember what we did, but yeah, I just I mean it is a cheat code when when he's like that because you know it's just I just I I don't like I don't really have much nice I don't like as a fantasy player I hate him because he's so frustrating. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. Because I mean, you, you you play him. And he scores you less than a point. I mean, we looked at his his stats from last season. Right, he had one or two huge weeks. Well, no, he had he had um, one, two, three, four, six weeks over nine point six points. So he had nine point six. He had eleven point five five, eleven point six, twelve point eight, fourteen point three, and thirty six point three. Yeah, but he had a one point four. An 8.1, a 4.7, a 7.3, a 1.25, a 0.1, a 6.7, a 2. Uh, he had a 0 one week. Yeah. Um, must have been injured or something. Well, week um, 14, my, well, one we, of them was minus a buy, he had a 0? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This must have been yeah, a buy. At, yeah. uh, no, that was, yeah, yeah they had a week 14 buy. buy, yeah. So uh, week 3, he scored nothing. So you sit there and, and you know, you can't rely on anything out of him. Mm-hmm. Um I don't. I don't want that. No. Now, uh, he would obviously win you some weeks. Yeah, he's definitely. A, he's, but he could lose lose you some. Yeah, weeks. he's definitely more. He's always been a more of a streamer. Um, you know, you look at the matchup. You know, you know if Kamara is going to play. You know, if he's going to have some stuff come down uh, with all of his stuff from yeah, but, last off. Season. But I I picked him in in a couple of DFS weeks and he was horrible. Yeah, I and, mean, and they were where the he should have done well. Yeah, that's the problem. I think they they try and do too much, and then they don't do enough, and yeah, I, frustration, yeah. right? <laughs> so next up, uh, a whole point uh, seven points behind Taysom Hill was George Kittle. No surprise there. Nope. Um, George Kittle, you know, as long as, and I think he's in a great, great situation still there. Yep. Um, Quarterback wise, I think Purdy did well. Um, I think he'll continue to do well. Um, not so sure what they're going to do with that number three pick from two years ago, who keeps getting injured. Um, I think I, they've I, given up on Trey Lance. <laughs> I, I, but then why didn't they trade him? Or do you think they didn't find any anyone they willing? Probably haven't found anybody. I mean, they. They traded. They spent a lot to get that pick. Oh, they spent a ton. And then they got that pick, took him, and I mean, obviously, we know what's what's happened. Right. Granted, injuries suck, and you know, and all that. Like, oh, that's they do. Just, that's they do. just you know, unfortunate. But I 
just think that from what they have seen from him, I just think they're not sold. Right. And then you spend nothing on Brock Purdy, and he comes out, and he's great. Hey, they, they wasted a draft pick on him. <laughs> I know, but <laughs> he was Mr. Irrelevant, right? Yeah, they could have gotten yeah. him without a draft pick. That's no, no, true, no. They, yeah. they probably couldn't have. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting, and, and I see George Kittle um, continuing with how everything is set up to be able to still be. I mean, I, I have him probably as my number two. Yeah. The only thing that gets frustrating with George Kittle, and we saw it some last year, like he had he had a couple big weeks towards the end, which were great. Um, again, I was a Kittle manager, so he was kind of frustrating last year. Um, a lot of ups and downs. Um, but when they got McCaffrey, he, you know, uh, Shanahan, I mean, George Kittle is the number one blocking tight end in the NFL. Like he's an amazing, you know, run blocker. Right. So they use him as an extra lineman a ton. And it's super frustrating because he's also super athletic in the open field and can break huge plays and do that. And then obviously health has been a bit of an issue for George Kittle as well. He seems to get banged up, you know, some ankles, some knee tweaks and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So he does get frustrating because he gives you huge, you know, big highs and then really low lows. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and to give you an example, from week 10 on, 2.1 points, 20.4. 23, and finished out the the season fourteen point yeah. nine, but that wasn't in the playoffs for yeah. us. So, yeah, it's it's tough to count on. You know, it's it's like we've said. You know, any any time you draft someone, would you rather have the the blowout weeks followed by crap weeks and potentially have several of them? Or do you want your wide receivers to go out and get 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12? Yeah. I, mean, I, I personally want a guy who comes close to his average throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, it's nice because it's not stressful and you don't pull your hair out. Um, Although there are, actually there are they weeks say if you, you do there. get those booms where, you know, on average you get those booms, you actually do score more on a weekly basis. But... You know, it is nice when you have a guy you just put in and you're like, all right, he's getting me 12. Right. You you know what he's going to get you. You don't have to worry about it. And then you have the other pieces that could get you 25 or 5. And those are the guys that you sit there and you, you, yeah, worry, if you, find, you look around. Right, you know? and if, if you find the right matchups and everything. Yep. And, and uh, however, you know, in, in the league that I'm, you know, that I've been in for 30-some years, it's $2 a transaction. Yeah. And because you've got... 16 teams <laughs> you don't find there. much yeah. on the waiver wire yeah um unless someone gets injured and someone explodes yeah then you've got but then you know the worst team is getting them um you know it's not it's not a a, a waiver wire that you continue week after week mm-hmm. that just continues on yeah. so it's it's tough to get some of those guys um, so sometimes you're just stuck and you just, although, you know, maybe you have three or four wide receivers and you play the right one. So, um, next up, uh, about 13 points back was TJ Hawkinson and TJ Hawkinson was a monster in a couple of games after yeah. he was traded. Yeah. He scares me this season. Um, yeah, I know they lost in a good way or in a bad in way. A bad way. Um, I know they lost Alvin Cook, and like I said, I know he had some some pretty big weeks. Trust me, I you know I think he was in the uh, 
the semifinals um, for fantasy championships, and he went nuts. Twenty-two point nine. Yep, I played against him, uh, so that was fun. But and and he had yeah. three point three, five point seven, and five point three leading up, and five point nine the week after. So he yeah. wasn't a savior. Yeah, well, he had a gigantic had two, week too with you know with Detroit when he was still on Detroit. Right, thirty-one point nine. You know, yeah, but he's he, again super. You know, up and down. You know, bottom, bottom, high, high. And then, you know, with Minnesota bringing in Jordan Addison, you know, doing some probably short yardage work and all that good stuff, along with K.J. Osborne, I just, I think his opportunities aren't going to be as great as they were last season with Minnesota. So, I mean, he's still a you know, athletic big guy who can do it. They but... seemed, you know, it's, it's interesting because they seemed to throw him the ball a lot. I yeah. mean, he was second in the league in receptions by a tight end. Um, and there were games where, I mean, he just, didn't he just kind of take over some of those well, games? Well, that, that, that one in Detroit he did against Seattle, he definitely took over in that one. Yeah, he had 12, eight catches on 12, but then, I mean, he had, after he was traded, he was nine for, and I'm not exactly sure where he was traded, but mm-hmm. starting in week nine, he had nine of nine, seven of 10, five of nine, five of six, four of six, six of eight. Three of nine, 13 of 16, yeah. seven of 12. They were, they were throwing him the mm-hmm. ball. It, it wasn't, it, they weren't huge plays. I mean, I, I get that, you know, because he didn't have huge numbers, yeah. but at the same time you're sitting there and he's, he's actually probably the second preferred receiver on that team. Yeah. I think what scares me is the price for him in, in, in drafts versus what you're probably going to get. Um, you know, cause I, th- you know, obviously he's, he was number four last season. Um, you yeah. know, he's probably going probably no later than round six, uh, you know, yeah. you know, five or six potentially. Um, you know, and you got some guys later that are good values that can make some noise and come up, you know, like Darren Waller's getting forgot about in, in New York. Um, you know, who's still a very good tight end, you know, uh, yeah, uh, you know, when you're looking at Greg Dulcich right now, <laughs> reminds me, um, you know, Russell Wilson, if he comes back, Greg D's a, you know, a, a down the field target. Um, you got some guys that could sneak up and knock him out of the, out of the, you know, top five. Um, so I think that's what scares me is, is kind of the price tag for what you get. I've just never been a super huge fan of Hawkinson for fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, I either go for, you know, Kelsey Kittle or Mark Andrews, who I think, could potentially this season if Kelsey falls off. I think Mark Andrews is going to be the top. Uh, we talked about Dallas Goddard before. You mm-hmm. know, he's one of those guys that's super consistent when he's healthy. Um, we talked about Njoku. Yeah, Njoku. Chigakonkwo is probably the number two, you know, target in uh, Tennessee. He's, right. You know, he showed some, you know, some pop. Kyle Pitts, um, if he ever uh, becomes the tight end that everyone hopes. He's the tight end everyone hopes. It's just that it's Atlanta and their quarterback well, sucks. Well, <laughs> he's been injured a little. And, you know, you got Evan Ingram still in Jacksonville, right. who's playing on the franchise tag. I'm yeah, sure I, he's I, probably going to want to make some money after this season. So, right. I mean, Dulcich had some huge games. Yeah. Uh, well, not. Not huge, huge, but yeah. you sit there and you go, that guy kind of came out of nowhere, obviously, um, yeah. top rookie. Plus, you've got guys like Pat Freermouth. Yeah, Freermouth. yeah. I mean, too, he gets he gets not forgotten and, about, but, I mean, Cole you just Komet. don't talk about them. You know, you know they're there and they're solid. You just don't talk about them. Right. You know, I mean, honestly. Cole, Cole Komet, after they figured out how to properly use Justin Fields, yeah. 
was was big. Yeah. I honestly would, if I don't get, you know, Andrews or Kittle even, mm-hmm. obviously Kelsey, I, I'm on the same same page as you where I don't like paying that much for him. Right. I'd rather go and, and you know, spend, a, you know, that mid-first round on a, um, you know, Josh Jacobs, if he's still there, you know, stuff like that. Um, even Cooper Cup, if he slides that far. Um, I would almost, I'd almost rather punt on taking TJ Hawkinson and go late and take a shot on, like, Kincaid this season right. as a rookie. Well, and, and here's the thing. I mean, you look at, at uh, projections, and, you know, this year top projected so far for CBS Sports in in our setting is 179 points, 126 for, uh, that was Kelsey, 126 points. So again, a 52 point difference (laughs) between Kelsey and Kittle. And that's based on, that's based on this previous year. Um, So Kittle comes in at 126, 120 for Andrews, uh, 108.05 for both Dallas Goddard and TJ Hawkinson. Then you have, at from 98 to 83, so 15 point difference, you have Pitts, Okonkwo, Joku, Taysom Hill, Evan Ingram, Dulcich, Fairmouth, uh, Komet, Schultz, Dalton Schultz, Juwan Johnson, and Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. 15 points yeah. separates the. So you get to a point where those top five or six or so are gone. And it doesn't matter which of the next guys you get. Yeah. So if you're in a 16-team league or you're in a 12-team league or you're in a 10-team league and those top f- four or five are gone, you can wait till the 8th or 10th round to get a guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm much more comf- comfortable taking spending a, a, a late second or early third if he's still there on Mark Andrews Yes. than I am a end of fourth, fifth for Hawkinson. Right. You know, and if I don't get Andrews there or, or even Dallas Goddard in the fifth, right. if he's still there, you know, kind of thing, I'm punting, you know, the, right. the position and just getting one, like I said, like a Kincaid just yeah. for the pure upside potential. Uh, Komet late, you know, Greg Dulcich is going like last pick of a lot of rounds too. You know, you can get some of these guys that are in prime positions to end up in the top seven you know absolutely potentially up there so yep you know tight end tight end is a little tough in fantasy and it kind of always has been unless you are willing to spend that top tier pick on one of the top guys right right agreed and the last guy is mark andrews uh coming in 12 points behind tj hawkinson at 117.5 um not a great year um some injuries. Um, he also didn't catch a lot of touchdowns, yeah. and uh, uh, that happens was, when Lamar's out for right. the last quarter of the season. But yep. yeah, I mean Andrews. The only the only downside with Andrews that I could see keeping him out of the top three would be um, Isaiah Likely, mm-hmm. who had some very good games, looked very good. Uh, he gets a little more involved. You know, could mean you know obviously fewer targets for. Uh, Andrews, but uh, we'll see. I mean, Andrews, is, he's him and Lamar just have such a connection; it's unreal. So yeah. I, I, I mean, I doubt it, but to me, that's about the only thing that I could see um, hindering Andrews from ending up in the top three this season. I would tend to agree with that. Um, you know, it, it it's you know, keep keep Lamar healthy, and you know, 
it it changes the way that they play football. Yeah. Um, the the again a running quarterback, um, the longevity is not there. Um, I I I'm always afraid. I, you know, I I never want my team to choose a running quarterback, to trade for one, to pick one in the draft, because it seems like. They last about five, maybe six years, mm-hmm. and injuries knock them out of playing. Um, I'm not sure that that's going to happen with Josh Allen, just because of his overall size. Yeah, compared and to a Justin Fields. Yeah, like uh, I said, he initiates contact, <laughs> which actually protects you. You know, a somewhat, little more. Yes, yeah, you know, than just absorbing hits like you know some of these guys. You know, might, um, but yeah, yeah, I totally agree. So uh, that's all we've got for this week. Um, hopefully, you enjoyed the content. We will be doing more of this type of thing over the next few weeks to at least bring you up to speed on you know what's happening, um, different uh, strategies to use in fantasy football. Uh, we'll probably start talking about um, dynasty a little mm-hmm. bit more. Um, we are both in a dynasty league together now. Yep. Um, Austin took over a, a team of a manager that didn't want to be in it anymore. So we'll, we'll see if he, uh, meets the metal so there. It's a pretty decent team. So I'm landing in a decent spot. So, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's better yeah. than Isaac's team. Yeah. Um, and, and <laughs> Isaac, uh, you know, I, f- I feel sorry for you. I think you've made some good moves already. Yep. Um, you know, you inherited far and away the worst team in the league, um, and I and I feel for you. Um, I'm I'm sure you'll do everything you can to right the ship. Oh yeah. Um, there are a, a couple of of managers out there that you know you might be able to manhandle like you do in your uh, friends league. We got um, rid of that already. No, no more. I I know I know picks, but yeah. I, I know, but we can. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. you may be able to make the. There are still a couple out there that uh, you know, you know, might undervalue or overvalue. You know, I, I I sit here and I think that a draft pick is less worth a proven veteran. Some people feel differently. Yeah. So um, good luck on making those changes and. Uh, hopefully building a better team. Otherwise, this is Ozzy. This is Austin. We'll talk to you later. Bye.